Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, you're looking on to the adventure on Pumpkin on W4CY Radio. Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Hype Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Hype Man. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures of Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I'm here with... Monkey 3. Yes, here at Hellfest. So, first thing I want to ask you is, did you get to catch Alice Cooper's set last night? No, because we were traveling to, to come to the festival. There you go. So. so, the reason I bring it up, I was in shock, and I think it kind of relates to the type of music you do. His last song, in the middle of the song, he kind of mashed in Pink Floyd, Another Brick in the Wall. It was really cool. So he just started going, we don't need no education, and he just started going into it. At first I was like, and looking around like, that's weird. And then he did like a big part of the song in it. That's pretty cool, right? That's great, yeah. So tell our listeners about you guys and your music from a stamp, your standpoint as an artist. Like, I hate genres because people, like, box you in. Like, you're this. But artists sometimes have a kind of different viewpoint of what it is, so I want you to kind of describe it to the listener. Well, what we're trying to achieve is to, to tell a story within the music we're playing and that you can feel you're in some kind of a special place let's say it like that maybe I don't know like lost alone on a weird planet somewhere you know droids coming at you or whatever <laughs> you know? and yeah some people might describe it as space rock or but you know it's just trying to tell a story within the music using notes instead of words yeah so trying to yeah work on uh, the ambience of the music and you know, melodies and stuff like that. But yeah, that you 
you can like trap trap no like you're in I don't know like in a train and you're traveling you know looking at the landscapes and well that's what we're trying to do that was a great description because when I was listening to your music it's like I was actually driving here <laughs> listening to it and it's like just took me to a different place and I think we need that more than ever right now with, with all the bullshit going on in the world music is our best therapy to just kind of disappear from reality and you guys accomplish that a hundred percent yeah music is like an old friend you know <laughs> you you just call him to talk about whatever you have in your mind and yeah it's it's like your life companion you know and, uh, you know that's right, that's right. Like for example, well, we live in Switzerland, and during winter, we have snow, and sometimes at night when it's snowing, I like to take the car and drive through the snow and just listening to music, and it's like really peaceful, you know? It's like finding your own self inside of you. I love that, and it is. I've driven through Switzerland. It's really cool to drive through there, especially when it's snowing, you know, because... It's just like some magical place. Now you add your music to it, and it's like, it's like going to Disney World, but you're not. <laughs> it's the world of Heidi. <laughs> That's right. So it's been a long, tough couple years. How does it feel to finally be playing live again? Well, actually, we managed to play live also during the, the pandemic. Oh, that's uh, great. So, especially during summer, we had shows to play, like various festivals that happened anyway. So they managed to make them happen. But obviously, we didn't play as much shows as a regular year, but we still managed to play a bit. So, but yes, it was still really tough. And now to, to see big festivals like Hellfest happen again, I mean, it's some kind of a relief. Yeah. So it's great. But to be honest, we are more focused on writing a new record more than playing live at the moment. And you know what's good about that? I've been saying all along that if we're going to take something positive out of the pandemic, it's the fact that you guys as artists have a chance to stop, slow down, and really create. Because when you're constantly playing live music, it becomes more difficult to write an album when you're doing it from gig to gig, so when you can slow down and really like get lost in the creativity, I think we're gonna get some of the best music we ever had, and that's probably what's gonna happen with your new music too, huh? I don't know, maybe. maybe <laughs> it's too soon to, to talk about that, I don't know. There you go. So you guys kind of started out, correct me if I'm wrong, as like just jamming, like you weren't, it was just a jam band in the beginning, right? Yeah, that's right. At the beginning, we were we weren't a band. We used to organize like late night jam sessions, you know, and people coming in out. Sometimes we were three, sometimes we were twenty. All kind of musicians, all kind of genres, and we we are all musicians playing different bands. So, yeah, it was like more a happy accident. Yeah. And at some point, some of us said, okay, maybe we should focus on doing a record let's do one record and and then we do something else you know so we did the first record like that just three guys and then we said okay 
let's do another one. <laughs> and 19 years later, we're still here. Oh, I love it. I love And those jam sessions, to me, are like some of the best times I've ever had in my life. Like, a lot of times I do festivals like this, and then, you know, afterwards, like, you know, you go back and hang out with bands that you're friends with, and they just jam, and there's no phones, there's no nothing, it's just... Just music. Exactly. Yeah. And that, that's, and I think basically you're still doing that kind of, which is what's cool because even though you're making albums, you're still staying true to your musicianship. Well, we, at least we try. There you go. And yeah, that's something we don't, we, we want to keep in mind because that's the way we, we were born as a, as a band. So it's part of DNA, the DNA of the band. Obviously, we don't work as much as a jam band. We are more a structure band now, obviously. Right. But we still have that in our in the way we work and the way we write songs. So, as the type of band you are, when you do shows like this, does it just kind of come to life for you where not every show is the same? It's kind of like you go to Grateful Dead shows never is one the same as the other so people go to every single show because it's about the musicianship do you feel you're kind of the same way not as much okay uh, i would say like a show like today at hellfest which will be a short show like 50 minutes you know it's a very structured show because you don't have time to to jam i mean in in 50 minutes we play four tracks right you know? So, but when we we play club shows where we are the headliner we tend to let's say I have like 15 or 20% of something that will never happen again. I love that. See, that is so cool. And that's what's great about live music because that only happens in live music. It doesn't happen when you listen to the album, you know? And, and I dig that because I think it allows you to explore your creativity even more without worrying about all the rules. Yeah, I agree, yeah. And what keeps you motivated too, you know? And yeah. I mean, you can play one million times the same track, it will never be the same one. Right. There's always something to discover in it, so that's, that's, an, that's music. And sometimes you discover a better way. It's like you did something by mistake and all of a sudden it's like, wow, I like that, that's better. Yeah, actually <laughs> we only do mistakes anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So now, in the world we live in right now, where people have the attention span of a goldfish, how do you find that people are, you know, digging what you're doing, doing longer songs when people want these, like, short little songs and go track, 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 and, you know, sometimes the longer songs, you know, people are like, they don't even get to hear the rest of it. Well, I would say that the audience that come to our shows, you know, they, they know what they they are they know what kind of band they, they will listen to. Yeah. So there are people that are already, you know, in that mindset, listening to long songs, instrumental stuff. I mean, you know, they are prepared for that. So usually, yeah, we don't. To be honest, we don't have a big 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 crowd unless we play festivals right we, you know we are more like a, a 300 people band 
when we play club shows. But they are all 100% into it. That, so That's cool. And I think it should go more back to that. Like, I can't imagine, that's a perfect example. We were talking about Pink Floyd earlier. I can't imagine just listening to one song off of Dark Side of the Moon. Like, that would be weird to me. It's like a whole story, the whole, the whole album. Yeah. You know? You put it on, and then you let it go. Just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> and when it's done, you start again. That's right, exactly. You know, it's funny, I'll tell a funny story. When I was a teenager, I was tripping by myself, and my, I called up my bro, because I was in my house, lying down on my couch with the lights off, and I turned Dark Side of the Moon on, and I called him up because I had no idea how to escape Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting there like, well, you know. If you want to escape to Dark Side of the Moon, you should listen then to metal. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think we should listen to Monkey 3, though. Also. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, what was the moment in your life that you knew this is what you wanted to do? Is there a moment? I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. It just happens. So when did you first start really getting into music where it became a passion for you? Well, I, I always liked listening to music. Uh, music was always part of my life as a listener. And my first, I mean, my first love in music was ACDC, which might still be my favorite band today. Nice. And, you know, I was like six years old on my bed with a, a tennis racket. <laughs> uh, you know. Totally. Air guitar on the I tennis racket. to be like Angus Young, you know. And uh, well, now I'm 46 and I have a real guitar now. I love it. <laughs> All right, so now I, 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 still, I still jump on my bed though. I now I have the important question since you brought up ACDC. Bon Scott or Brian Johnson? <laughs> As I always said, I, I like two bands, ACDC with Bon Scott and ACDC with Brian Johnson. But to be fair, I mean, if I would pick just one ACDC record, Power Rage. Nice. That's a good I mean, album. You can't beat Down Payment Blues. I mean. Oh, yeah, it's a great album. Great album. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I like both, too. But I am definitely the Bon Scott camp. But if I have to be honest, the best ACDC record is the first Rose Tattoo record. I, you know, I'm one of those people that no matter who it is, I like their first record better than any of them usually. So that's when it's like that raw, real musicianship, not overproduced, not record labels telling them how to do it. Which brings me to something else. I love Napalm Records and how they treat artists. How do you feel when Napalm approached you and, and how they treat you now? Well, we, I have to say that we are really happy with them. I mean, music-wise, we are 100% free. That's so important. Which is really, really great. We have a good relationship with them, so... That's what I love about Napalm is you can be the artist. Yeah. You know? You and I grew up in similar times when you know these record labels were telling bands how to look, how to dress, how to sing, how to play their instrument, what songs to do, and they're not the artist. You are the artist. 
So you should come up with the creativity. Otherwise, it, it doesn't sound right. I can always tell when a band is doing what somebody else tells them to do or if they do it from here. Well, actually, Frank Zappa said that 50 years ago already. But right? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know a musician more creative than Frank Zappa anyway. So There you go. And he was right. I mean, let's... Everyone has to understand that each part has its own way of doing mm -hmm. stuff. No, musicians play music. Record labels sell records. Right. That's Everybody has their own job. Exactly. That's why I was talking to Lucas yesterday about, you know, I played drums, I played guitar, and I sang. I sucked at all three, but I'm really good at radio. So, so I, I let you play the instruments and I do this. <laughs> right. That's great. So tell everybody how they can reach out to you guys on the web, on socials, and most importantly, how they can buy your merch because the only way artists survive is merch. Well, obviously, if you want to support Monkey 3, first of all, come to the shows. Yes. That's the best part. But obviously... Then you can go to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's under Monkey3Band. Obviously, you can buy stuff on the Napalm Records website or go to your local uh, record store because you need to make a living too. Yeah. Or you can buy shirts, goodies, and everything you need from Monkey3 on our website, monkey3official.com. You will find everything you need. Nice. Well, I'm so happy you guys are here playing at Hellfest, and I know you're going to rock this place. Obviously. <laughs> we'll try. We'll try. Thanks a lot, and you're thanks welcome. for being on the Adventures of Pipe Man. Thanks. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio.